Thank you for joining the Underground Playground podcast with your hosts, Steve and Mike. We're bringing you the voices and the personalities of the physical culture world. So listen up. Story about the investor and all that. Yeah. So um, Mike and I are just having a little chat here. Craig Patterson, Patty, the founder of Mad Lab. Mike, Hyper Sniper Manning. We're just having a chat about how this, why this business has been so fucked up for so long and why independent gym owners have to run their gym differently than Orange Theory, F45, Soul Cycle, you name it, right? So those gyms, you know, they, they have a group on ramp where they put people straight into a class and then they pay the coaches by the hour. Now, why do they do that, right? Well, really when I looked at it, uh, I got approached by a couple of different groups, franchise for Mad Lab to be the back end of franchise, right? Now, the reason why they, they put people straight into class or a quick or a group or, or pay coaches by the hour, that whole model, it's really out there, it's entrenched in there, isn't because it works well for the owner. It doesn't. It doesn't work, it doesn't work well for the coach. They're all gone in nine months to a year. And it doesn't work for the, the client. They're 90%, sorry, 70% are gone in nine months. That's the industry as a whole. CrossFit all the way to yoga to F45 or whatever. They can vary a little bit, but pretty much they're right in that that window. 70% gone in nine months. Now think about that. It's catastrophic, really. So why do they do it? Well, they do it because they can scale it really fast and make a piss pot full of money for the investors really quick. Let me explain this. Now, I went over to England, shit, was less than two years ago. This is the second time I've been sat in a room with a hedge fund and they want some guy had you know found out what we're doing and wanted Mad Lab to be the back end for one of these huge franchises. I won't say which one. They're out there now, um, but basically we sit down with the with the investors, and the investors are like, "Okay, you know, I like what you're doing. I like the kind of return on investment. You're getting the highest. You're getting the highest um, EBITDAs in the industry, and uh, I like what you're doing, right?" And I was like, "Okay, okay." And, you know, I sat down in the meeting, and they had uh, this whole rollout they're going to do, and I was like, "How are you going to go about finding the, the owners, the franchises?" Oh, that's easy. We just find someone who's coaching somewhere. Right, we give him uh, a loan, and he buys out all this equipment, right. and uh, blah blah blah. And I go, "What's your client development process going like?" Oh no, we just put him straight into classes, or we do these little group on ramps. And I go, "Okay, you're aware that's going to churn seventy percent of the people in nine months." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we don't care about that. We look at an area, we can market to all these people. Right. You know, we got people for at least five to seven years there before we run out of people." Like, okay. And I go, what about coaches? And they're like, well, you know, we know that they're going to leave in nine months to 18 months. You know what I mean? Very few ever make it past two years. And I go, that's not a problem for you? They go, no, no, we can go through coaches. That's no problem. And I go, what's your real plan? So the plan really is for them to go from 20 locations to 500 locations in five years, right? Sell all those franchises and they get the return on investment of 20% per year for five to seven years and they get out, Right. They could never do that model doing it the long-term, uh, ethical, um, efficient, not efficient, the, um, the best way for the client, the coach, and the owner, right? And at the end of the day, if you do this right, you're going to make a 20% return on investment. The other way, or return, return, 20% EBITDA. The other way, there's, the, the gym's not really making any money. That's not the goal of it, right? Right. The, Sell as many franchises as quickly as you can. Right. And people don't even know what's going on. It's like, holy fuck, I've got 100 people lined up to come into my gym. I'm going to be rich. But that does, that's still not going to make you any money. You can fill that thing up 
and they're all going to be gone in nine months, and then they're all going to be gone in nine months, and they're all going to be gone in nine months. Until eventually, it's just all the coaches all leave. You got like the marketing is going to end after a while, and all kind of grinds into a fucking halt. But those investors are long gone, and the people that own those things are stuck with them five to seven years. Now, if you're an independent business owner and you're running your business that way, you're going to be stuck quicker than that. You're going to be stuck within three years because you're out of marketing, right? So the question is, why are we copying that model in CrossFit? I think people just don't know any difference. I think it's just that. It's the, 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 you know, I hate to say, but people like to follow the herd. They don't, all these people are doing it, that it's got to be the right way. And uh, one after the other. I mean, we've seen it, Mike, you've been around a long time. The CrossFit started in 2004. Most of us build our businesses totally organically. I know I built mine all on personal training first and this kind of thing. And we had a chance to build it organically. And by the time 2009, 10 hit. Eight or nine or 10. You know, yeah. Anybody could put a shingle over the door that said CrossFit and 100 people would come in within a month. Right. You know what I mean? Anybody. And by the time 2013 hit, that was probably two or 300 people would come in. And then by 2015, 16, it's all done. Yep. Nobody's coming in anymore. So it's like a huge panic. I can't get a client because they've churned through all those clients in the area and they've churned through the coaches and I can't find anybody because the marketing's done. Nobody's coming in to CrossFit anymore. Nobody has for five years. You know what I mean? So then what happens? They got to cool. find some way to get a client, right? Yeah, that's where, that's where you get like the gym launch thing or the yeah. six challenge or, you it's, know. It started off with, first of all, it started off with Groupon, right? Yeah. So everybody started doing Groupon. Yeah. Spun the thing down yeah. further, right? So Groupon yeah. came first. Then the new you challenge took right. that over. Yeah. Then gym launch ripped through and they're all up and gone, up and gone, up and gone. And we filled the gyms full of people again, 100 people at a time with the gym launch, like in, Height, and here we are back again, right? Well, the biggest, the, same the, biggest, the biggest indicator to me is the gigantic tidal wave rise of these marketing companies that are promising to get you 100 members in 30 days. And so, obviously, if they're coming in, they're they're coming into the you know the watering hole on the Sahara Desert, right? Oh they're coming in to feed, okay? Because like we're in a drought. And there's only one place to get water, and here come all the predators, right? And so that's an indicator to me. Well, it's an unprecedented opportunity. I mean, you think about SoulCycle, F45, Orange Theory, at least they got to go about building infrastructure and setting up physical locations and selling franchises and doing all that shit. That's a lot of hard work for their 20% return per year. I mean, it's pretty good money to an investor of, a, of a, you know, someone's coming in and dumping, I don't know what, $50 million into that thing to get that thing rolling. They're taking a risk and shit. Now you look at the marketing companies, you have 10,000 fucking gyms all sitting there dying for a lead, yeah. invested all their money, completely fucking broke. They need a lead and need a lead. Like since that six week challenge thing dropped, we talked to at least five a week and they're coming in. They're just frantic. They don't even know anything about building a proper business. They want to sit behind the computer and remote control it like a genius. So they're going to have a real business. But, I mean, you think about the opportunity there, Mike. They had no risk, no infrastructure, no fucking nothing. All they had to do was get these gyms leads, right? right. And they're all going to leave anyway. They're all gone. Like, I mean, that one there probably churned 95% in oh, six leave. months, yeah. right? That's, that was my experience, you know. Um, it, like, the, the people like, – so, it, I mean, it, it comes back to we're uniquely positioned in this place in between the global gym, right, or the franchise gym and the, the high-end personal training 
where an owner operator can scale their business and have personal relationships with people, charge them a premium because of that relationship and actually give them results and actually, you know, like have that kind of thing. There are people out there that want that, obviously, because if there are people that want Global Gym and people that want high-end one-on-one personal training. Global Gym, you, you, you mean the, fran are you talking about the franchise functional fitness gym? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. You, got, you know, you got the Global Gym down here that's somewhere between 15 oh. and 50. Right, so so that would be on that low low end, right up to the uh, you know the LA Fitness or the Gold's Gym or the you know the typical Planet Fitness, right? And then over here you've got the you know the one on one the the you know the Hollywood personal trainer, right, where they're yeah. getting thousand dollars an hour and they're you know working one on one. And then and then of course we have the the franchise or not the franchise, we have the franchise uh, functional fitness gym that's now yeah. emerged since CrossFit. Right. Um, and then the Iron Tribe was in there and they haven't done so well. You know, there's the hard exercise works guys all the way back to Matt Hunt's days. He told me, he told me his numbers. I won't share them, but they weren't, they're nothing near what a Mad Lab gym would do. And you know, what we're saying is it's going to like, we have a, there's a niche in there. You're right. Between the franchise, like the CrossFit gyms are even down here. The franchise guys are here. At least they're charging enough money. I think the cross, the typical CrossFit gym is probably a better product. Yeah, the typical, the eighty percent of CrossFit gyms are way over to the. They're way over here, but they're with their what they're charging. They're probably a better value than the the, the franchise functional fitness gyms. Then you've got the high end personal training gym. Matlab's group is somewhere in between there, where it gives the actual coach an opportunity to professionalize. Right, the clients stick around at eighty percent a year instead of like fifteen or twenty percent a year. Probably the best. And then uh, if the coach can make eighty to $100,000 a year, get paid like a journeyman electrician is where I'm putting it at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We used to say doctors and lawyers, but that's not going to happen. No. It's, uh, it's a journeyman electrician unless you take on more risk, right? right? So my best friend is a journeyman electrician. I know what he makes. And my best coach makes about the same uh, without probably without as much overtime. Right. And at, at the end of the day, you know, you're doing something that you enjoy. You're working with people that you like because you get to choose who they are. Yep. You're setting your own hours within reason, um, and you're making a livable wage where you can, you know, get married, have kids, buy a house, uh, you know, take vacation. I mean, it, you know, unless we unless we get to the point where some, I mean, we we know for a fact that most what are we eighty percent of these gyms are going to fail. I know as a CrossFit affiliate, I started at like number three hundred and something, and you were up there in like number three or four in the, in the world. I was, I was five. And uh, they, they, they de-affiliated me twice. And I came in somewhere in the 20s or 30s. There's yeah. people that are on that list that came in three years yeah. after. Yeah. So that's, that's skewed for sure. But <coughs> I know I was like 311, 312 in 2017, somewhere around there. I'm in, I'm in the double digits now, like 90-something. You know, if you look at the seniority list. Yeah, how many of those, how many of those changed hands? Like, I, I know I'm the only one in the top 100 making any money. And, and of that, I would be higher if, if you know, some of them did sell. They're under the same name, but it's a new owner. Right? Yeah, they changed hands and changed hands and changed hands. I mean, it's incredible how much flack we take. And you, you put this video up wherever you're going to put it. There'll be a ton, of, a ton of haters and people jumping on it. But, I mean, look at what's happened in the last 15 years. It's just, it's just failure after failure after failure. And to me, it's so obvious why. Because the model that we've been using forever is not intended for the client to win for the coach to win, or even for the independent business owner to win. It's not intended for that. It is not for us. The independent business owner 
is not going to win with this model. I'll repeat it. You are not going to win this model. You're going to lose all your fucking clients until you got, you're down to your last 50 people that stay with you forever, right? right. You're going to lose every single fucking coach you've ever had. You will lose every single coach you've got right now. Uh, and maybe they stick around as a part-time role so they can work out in the gym and work two or three hours a class. Every full-time professional coach is going to leave you in that mall. They got no choice but to do that, right? And you're not going to make any money. By the time you do all the work and all the grinding and you pay yourself even $10 an hour, there is no profit there in that model. It is intended for the investor class to make money off of us. That is what it's there for. They need to scale that fast. It's really easy for people to understand, okay, come into a group class or come into the Come into this group on ramp. It's easy for everybody to figure out. You pay the coaches 15 or 20 bucks an hour. That's easy to figure out. And you just run that class. It's super easy for everybody to figure out. So the investor can fucking blow this thing up fast and make a lot of money. And even look at CrossFit. Look how fast that thing blew up once it started, right? Dude, we limped along for 10 years. You know, that thing limped along from 2001 to 2011. And then they blew it up. From 2000 and even 11 to 13, it went from a thousand to fucking twelve thousand, like in two years. Yeah. How can that happen? That can happen because you anybody can open the gym and make money right away in the first two years, right? Well, do you remember like back then, like on the message boards, it was like everybody charged one hundred and twenty dollars a month. Did you know people show up on their first day? They get to just work out that day. You'll have, and you would teach them how to squat right before the squat workout. You yeah, know? you do a fucking snatch day with twenty newbies. Never did a snatch before, right? Yeah, yeah. Jump in, let's go, right? I mean, I remember, and there, people were shocked. One hundred twenty dollars a month. Holy shit! Right, that's crazy. I mean, like, and and that's where we are. And literally, we're still in the same fucking place. This is new people assume the thing. We, right now we're picking up gyms that's the third owners and i go you still you got how are you gonna oh our coaches are great i'll say oh, our coaches are great i go how much money did they bring in last month uh nothing well that's not a great coach that's a nothing coach right it's just a cost right you know so you gotta you teach them how to generate unless a coach can generate at least ten thousand dollars a month for you well, not a great coach. I, hes I hesitate on the, the actual number, right? But it's got to be a percentage of what that gym needs to make, right? Because there are, you know, let, I mean, I hate to say, you know, there are there are areas like if you open a gym in Las Vegas or LA or wherever, you know, downtown, you may get a little bit more traction. Well, that is 20000 a month. You can't make, if you can't generate $20,000 a month in LA, then you're not. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it probably should be more in a big city. Yeah, I mean, dude. There, there, we have people. We have people in the deep south generating ten thousand dollars a month as a coach. Yeah, no doubt. Right? No doubt. I mean, I Tom, my my guy Tom generated two hundred eighty thousand dollars last year. That's when how much he brought into the gym. When you say generated, how does he generate? So define that. In, he brings in clients. He brings in. Uh, he takes care of those clients. He trains them. He gets a percentage of the gross revenue. Uh, he does all the billing. He fucking upsells them into whatever. Uh, he does the hybrid membership. He does it all. He, he is responsible for about 85 clients uh, and a specialty program that he takes care of. And he's able to build on this training. because he has a, a personal relationship with them. And those people are invested him in. They're trading money for the value that they get. And they stay longer, which allows him to build. Yeah. 
Yes. He doesn't. He hasn't taken a, uh, anybody from us off the website or walking. He hasn't taken anybody from any single client from the gym in two and a half years, right? So much so he's got so many clients coming from, from referrals. He gives them to other coaches. Right. That's generating business. We don't. Yeah. You don't need a fucking Facebook ad running challenges if you got a coach that's totally full by himself. And the average client value is two hundred ninety-five dollars, by the way. Right. And they're doing 20 personal training sessions at $90 an hour, even come near the group class. I mean, that's a coach. I mean, he's, he's generating 280,000. He's generating more than 80% of all CrossFit affiliates by himself inside of my facility. Now I've got five other full-time coaches. T-Bear generated 210, 220. Took seven weeks vacation, made $91,000 for himself. Pretty good. 15 years, 15 years he's been doing it. Right. So, so that's, that comes, comes back to the, what we were talking about is that, those clients that they're able to get, they exist, right? Oh, yeah. And, and so at that low end of that global gym or that uh, franchise functional fitness gym, and then at the high end personal training, we're niching ourselves right in the middle of that. And those clients exist. And once you learn how to talk to them, how to retain them, how to train them, how to get them how to build a relationship with them then they become longer term clients and you can build off of that now you get referrals from them and they're those people hang out in the same places and so that niche that we're at this is why i get i get mad at crossfit gyms is because they're always falling down to the least the path of least resistance that doesn't lead anywhere and so with just a little bit of work a little bit of effort and a little bit of patience and a little bit of mentorship and a little bit of like back and forth, you can put yourself in this niche that's underserved. Totally. And, and people will pay for it. Totally. And they'll, they'll stick around 80, 85% of them stick around a year. I mean, the only people we really lose um, are people that leave the city. Like we don't yeah. really lose clients. It just doesn't right. really happen very much. Right. Uh, unless it's got to be a life event where they don't come in anymore. Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what we see, you know, for the most part. And, but I mean, more importantly, the gym owner gets his fucking sanity back. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I haven't, dude, I haven't even had a key to my own facility in seven years. I've never opened it up or locked it. I've never gone to check anybody's schedule. People go on vacation. I don't even fucking know. I don't right. care. You know what I mean? Like they take, if, if someone goes on vacation, they got to find the, a coach that's accredited by us to take care of all their shit. You know, they get, they get paid while they're on vacation, you know, like, so can a, can a new, can a, a brand new gym, do this right um who, who does that person have to be in order to do this and how long do you think it would take them you know to well i mean if i had to look at my target client that we have right now it's actually someone who wants to do who wants to do the training first at least you know you start a business off and you don't know how the business works you're never ever going to be any fucking good at it it's like an engineer opening up a, a structural company that builds bridges and never built a fucking bridge like how how are you going to build this company? You know what I mean? You need to learn to build the bridge first. You know, I, I started off as a personal trainer. Greg Glassman was my fucking mentor. He taught me how to personally train. If you don't know how to train people, how are you going to run a business that's about training? You know what I mean? You get what you end up with is that's why Orange Theory exists. All those right. owners have no idea how to train. They've never been in the gym. Right. So they the gym makes fun of them. But you people know? do a group class, hire trainers that don't really have to know much. Just not enough. kill people, pay them 20 bucks an hour. The marketing takes care of the rest of it. People are coming in like crazy. You can lose 70% of them in nine months. Nobody gives a fuck. You can lose the coaches every nine months to 18 months. They don't give a fuck. Seven years later, it's all done. 
and the investors are out with their money. So, I mean, that's why I'm so right. The people that we want are people that are good coaches or have a desire to coach people, right? They want people want to hang out with them. If you're fucking goofy and nerdy and weird, nobody wants to be around you. You got bad energy. I can't help you. Nobody can help you, dude. Go, go take a clerk's job or learn to have some kind of fucking connection with human beings, right? Yeah. Uh, the next one is leadership. You know, if you actually want to run a gym, you need to be able to lead people, you know, unless you want to lose them every nine months, which is the model we got now. That's, that's it. it who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I mean, the model we got now, any fool can run it. That's the, that's the beauty of it, right? So if you're not a fool and you want to run a real gym and make a real profit and have real success building great communities and having coaches that are around, then you got to do it a different way. Because the way we got right now is not, you'll never get there. That's not what it's intended. It's pretty obvious with all the gyms that are closing and all the questions that we see on like the message boards and stuff like that and the Facebooks. You know, people are asking the same basic questions that we've solved five, eight, nine years ago. Oh, fuck. Some of them have solved 15 years ago, right? Like, yeah. Let's, poop, let's put someone right into a group class or let's do a group on or let's do a group on ramp or let's pay the coach 20 bucks an hour. You know, let's just talk about that paying the coach by the hour. I mean, I was an engineer for over a decade in corporate America. And part of our part of we had a whole division of people that came in to figure out compensation. Right. And they were like, what do we incentivize them to do? Well, in this gym, it's pretty fucking simple. You incentivize people to pay you a bunch of money, like fair value for it and not leave. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a certain amount of value you got to provide so they won't leave anyway. You just need to charge the right amount. If you're just running like a group class and straight into it, they're not going to stick around anyway. It's just not going to happen. And um, I shouldn't say they. You'll have a hearty 10% that never leave, right? Yeah. That's what it is. That's, yeah. Right? So we incent them for what the business needs, right? So, I mean, paying them by the hour, they're going to show up, do an academy performance of a class. It's going to be unbelievable. You know what I mean? They're, it's going to be Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie doing this, running this unbelievable fucking group class. And then they pack their shit in their bag and get the fuck out of there. And the clients are like, if I got a, you got a client there who's had a miserable day, she's going through a divorce or she's got a fucking broken foot. No one knows it. Yeah. None of that's going to come out. And that client leaves. And the coach is given a one hell of a performance. He's an unbelievable coach. We, we hear that all the time. I got great coaches. And we have a great community too. And the programming is the best. Yeah. So what is your churn rate? What is your average client value? How much business has that coach generated for you? And what's your profit after you paid everybody? Right. So it's real simple. You ask those questions and it's going to be, they don't know the answers to begin with. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I just think we're stuck in this rut and I, you know, kind of almost like, um, you know, that, that's, statistic of, of the fail, you know, gyms that fail and these franchises coming and going and all that. I mean, literally like, Hey, most of you are going to fail because you're not going to do the work that needs to be done or you're going to follow the easy path. I, and so I think there's there, but there are a small percentage. I mean, our mission really is to, you know, professionalize the fitness industry, right? Nobody's ever done it. CrossFit changed the way fitness is delivered, right? They yep. made a colossal global impact on fitness, on how it's delivered. And now these affiliates and people who are coaches and trainers now have to somehow find a way to deliver that service of fitness 
in a way that can be professionalized. And I, I don't see it happening. I mean, it's starting to happen. And, I, you know, more people are doing one-on-one -on -one training. More people are, you know, offering, you know, like they're doing fundamentals with people. They're doing, you know, hybrid memberships where people come in and they do, and, and they worry about, you know, their mobility and their health and their outside life. And they're having conversations with clients. But the vast majority of gyms are not doing that. And so I think we're in this niche, this niche where if you are delivering that kind of service, you can actually differentiate yourself from these global or these franchise functional fitness gyms, global gyms, and those high-end personal trainers. And I don't even care what you need. Eventually, you won't even care what. We don't have any competition. We don't even care what any of them do. Yeah, we don't care. Competing with them in the newspapers or, uh, or in Facebook or we're not, like, we don't even have to ever run into them because we have a, we have a natural pool of referrals that happen all the time from just what we're doing. Because you're in this niche where your clients now are your best salespeople. That's right. And, and then your coaches actually give a fuck and they follow up That's with them exactly. and they're, they're pursuing it. Yeah, you teach the coaches how to do a first day. You give them enrollment training. You give them communication training. They start training someone 10 sessions in and this person's life's getting fundamentally better. They, and then you go, hey, Jane, you know, if you, you're seeing a lot, are you seeing some real value from this training? And then they go, yeah, man, this changed my fucking life. It's only been like three weeks. I go, you, do you have anybody else in your life you think could benefit from this? I go, oh, yeah, man, I got my guys at work. I got, you know, and I got my husband and I got my sister and my friend Jimmy and they're fucking bringing them all in, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the game. You, you, you set up a system that naturally generates referrals on its own. And the, the reason why CrossFit gyms have been so utterly dependent on the next marketing fed is because the way the gym is run does not lead to that. Like your part-time coach does not give a fuck about asking for referrals. No, and they're not really training them properly. You're just throwing them into a fucking group class, right? Which doesn't lead to the, the organic asking, hey, I love this so much, I want to bring my friend, right? Oh, there's a very specific client development process that we've been honing for 15 years that's optimized for client retention and average client value, right? Now, has anybody just listening to this? Have you actually looked at your client development process and tracked it over the course of years? We looked at 1,600 gyms for a year and a half, and we track why the people drop off, how they're dropping off, how you can make that better. So we have a very distinct client development process, and then we have a coach development process that's also optimized for the same thing. Clients don't leave. They pay you a lot of money. The coach is incented to do that so he can make a lot of money. When I say a lot of money. It's fair value for, for, for training. And then at the end of the day, the owner doesn't have all those headaches. He's got to build people for five to 10 years. He's actually got to build people. Now, every other fucking business on the planet is in the business of building people. Yeah, that's their number one. You from Apple to IBM to everything they're building. They're building gadgets, but they're building people, they're building teams. Everybody in Apple left in nine months. What the fuck would they have? Right? You imagine every electrical engineering firm in the world has their clients all leave in nine months and their and their workers all leave in a year and a half. What would happen? Right? That's our industry. Our industry is not set up for the people in it to win. Our industry is set up for investor classes to rape it. Right. So that's I, it. I, like McDonald's, that works, right? You can churn employees and clients all day long at McDonald's, right? All day long. Well, the clients, I mean, you don't really churn clients. Clients are keep on coming back over and over and over. And that, you know, McDonald's has got more success in the fitness industry. McDonald's has got way more. Like, there's tons of people doing well in McDonald's. They're not, they're not in the front cashier anymore. Right. 
But they're selling a commodity, right? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're selling a fucking the cheapest hamburger on the planet. Yeah, we're selling a relationship. Well, if you go to a really good high-end restaurant, you'll have servers that have been there for 20, 30 years. And the owner's been there for as long. Same thing, right? And they're not, put, they're not doing Groupons. <laughs> no, they, they don't run any ads. You want, they probably don't even have a social media page. You know? No, nothing, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure how long we beat this up, but there's a, there's a million different subjects. But I mean, if you really, I've been looking at this thing and I'm trying to distill it down to why in the fuck are people still doing this? It actually depressed me for quite a while ago until I started meeting the investor class. I was like, oh, that's why we're doing it. Because the people with the money at the top of the food chain that that's who it serves, right? And they can, they can know nothing about the fitness industry, nothing about helping people. The people who own those things probably never step inside of them, you know, and they follow a system that is designed to get them their return on investment, scale it fucking fast. And even the people who buy those franchises don't make it like bandits. They're, they're, they're left with a set of keys at the end of the whole thing. And it's all, you know, they're the last person at the party with a hula hoop around their fucking head, you know, and the party's over. Right, it's the investors that make off of their money after five to seven years, and uh, on to the next. Right, that's what it's intended for. No, that's and I, I just you know it makes me wonder why um, we keep in, in the greater you know functional fitness CrossFit type gym. Why do we keep emulating that 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 system? That's people just not, don't know any better, man. People just do not know any better, and they'll fall. There's a there's a I believe this it's called confirmation bias. You know what I mean, like. You already think something. So everything that goes against it, like we'll get a whole bunch of flack for this because the people, there's certain people that are so invested in this model and their whole lives are invested in this model. They have consulting companies trying to polish this turd up to make it work. You know, and the marketing companies hate it because they just want to send leads into this shitty model. You know what I mean? Like my coaches wouldn't even take any of those fucking leads. They no. wouldn't, even, wouldn't even want them. You know what I mean? They don't even want them. I get it. They wouldn't even want cool. them. All right. Hey, let's wrap it up, Patty. Um, and then let's talk again more on this and we'll, we'll see what the people think. And um, we'll totally um, answer any questions that people have. You know, you can get a, how do we get a hold of you, Patty? I mean, people can go on madlabgroup.com. They can get a hold of us there. They can go on Mad Lab Group's Facebook page. You can DM us. If you want to, if you want to check something out, check out the six KPIs, the six key performance indicators for a great gym. It shows how the clients win, how the coaches win, how the owners win. It's a new way to, to run a gym. And people say, oh, you got to follow this. All this is has been trial and error, scientific method, following the data to optimize clients sticking around, paying you money, coaches making dollars per hour that are equivalent to German electrician, and the business making 20% uh, profit. That's it. How, how do you do that? You know, and people give me a shit all the time. I go, dude, it's just economics. I'm not, just follow the fucking math. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's good having you on again, man. And uh, well, let's do it again. Thanks, buddy. All right.